This is a reading of one of Joseph Mercola's posts entitled, How Fact-Checking is Faked and Controlled. It was originally published on February 9th, 2022. I abridged it for better readability. Story at a glance. Investigative journalist Cheryl Atkinson explains how virtually everything you see and hear online has been co-opted or taken over to serve another agenda. Fact-checking is one part of the campaign to control what you see online and therefore what you think and how you perceive reality. Instead of real journalists and reporters, the media is infiltrated with propagandists who dictate what's, quote, fake news, unquote, and what's not. The public is being manipulated to want their information censored by third-party fact-checkers, which were introduced as a tool to confuse and control the public further. Quote, conspiracy theory, debunked, quackery, and anti-vaccine are examples of terms that are being used as propaganda tools. If you hear them, it should make you dig deeper for the truth. Those who rely solely on the internet for their information are being controlled. You can fight back by doing your own research and trusting your common sense. Prior to 2015 or 2016, information was freely available online with little interference. But since then, propagandists have infiltrated the internet. Working with big tech and government, they began to control information. And fact-finding is a once-obscure term that has since gone mainstream. This is one part of the campaign to control what you see online and therefore what you believe. Speaking with Jan Jekelik, the Epoch Times senior editor and host of the show America Thought Leaders, investigative journalist Cheryl Atkinson explains how almost everything you see and hear online has been taken over to serve an agenda. Quote, one has to understand that nearly every mode of information has been co-opted. Fact checks are no different. They have been either captured or created to distribute narratives and propaganda. Your common sense will help you decipher what is true. The first section is entitled, Information is Being Controlled. Several key online sources are heavily manipulated. These include Wikipedia, Snopes, Most Fact Checkers, and HealthFeedback.org. This last is a fake science group used by Facebook and other big, big tech companies to make real science seem false. Fact checkers are often referred to as scientists, but this is propaganda. And while there have always been efforts to shape media information, news reporters formerly would try to get both sides of the story. But beginning in the early 2000s, efforts were started to prevent some information from being reported. Pharmaceutical companies hired global PR firms to do this. These firms also partnered with government. Suppressing and censoring information took off in 2015 to 2016 when Donald Trump was perceived to be a unique threat by both Democrats and Republicans. Since then, these techniques have become commonplace. After he won the election, a campaign was organized that exploited the already frenzied media. The result was today's crazy information landscape. Journalists no longer try to uncover the truth. Instead, they parrot whatever establishment scientists or politicians want them to say. The news media is infiltrated with propagandists who dictate what's, quote, fake news and what's not. 
Many believe that fake news is a product of Trump, but big tech created a lobby campaign of propagandists. Fact-checking and censoring were born. The term, quote, fake news was popularized after Trump was elected, but came from before. It was an invention of the political activist website First Draft News, which is partly funded by Google. The next section is propagandists were invited into the newsroom. We're in the midst of an information war where it's difficult to tell the truth from lies. Journalists are no longer watchdogs. They are taking information from sources with agendas and then trying to convince the public of whatever today's lie is. Censorship and, quote, debunking are now standard operating procedures. Efforts are underway to program the public to request that their information be censored and, quote, fact-checked by agents with an agenda. When you only hear one side of the story and you can't access contrary information, it becomes impossible to decipher what is real. While there used to be a firewall between reporters and the people they reported on, that's long gone. Propagandists are now part of the media. The next section is the COVID false information campaign. In early 2020, as the pandemic first started brewing, it was painfully obvious to investigative journalist Cheryl Atkinson that the public narrative was a pack of lies. Many few... Many scientists she spoke to were questioning the advice being given by government scientists. Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and lead spokesperson for the president's COVID response, was questionable early on. Atkinson asked the scientists if they would speak out about their concerns, but, quote, they said they dared not speak out for fear of being controversialized and for fear of being called coronavirus deniers, because that phrase was starting to be used in the media. And second, they feared contradicting Fauci, who they said had been canonized in the press. These scientists' opinions deserve to be heard, but their fears silenced them. They feared losing their government funding and their careers. Atkinson went on, quote, That started to strike me as, this is really a really dangerous environment where esteemed scientists who have valuable information and opinions are afraid to give them. And instead, we're hearing a party line that many of them disagree with but won't say so. She mentioned the controversial U.S. funding of -of gain-of-function research in China and the notion that SARS-CoV-2 could have come from a Chinese laboratory. Both were glaring issues that no one would talk about. She goes on, quote, These are the kinds of things early on that were sort of a red flag to me that says someone's trying to shape the information, she continued. They're using reporters to do it. Public health figures are involved, and that makes me want to know what's really behind it. The next section, the term conspiracy theory was devised by the CIA. This is now used to dismiss narratives that go against the grain. According to Atkinson, it is intentional. These words were originally used by the CIA to debunk theories about the assassination of JFK. She writes, quote, Agents were to go out and talk to reporters about these things as conspiracy theories. I'm married to a former law enforcement official who said to me many times, you know the conspiracy theory phrase, as it's used, doesn't make sense. Nearly everything is a conspiracy. Anything that involves two or more people is technically a conspiracy. But now when people hear the term, they're conditioned to think it's false. 
Atkinson goes on, quote, it's designed to pluck this little part of your brain that says, well, that thing's not true. When she hears the term, however, she thinks that the information may well be true. Quote, if somebody's trying to debunk it, it usually means a powerful interest is behind it and it makes me want to go search for more information. The term conspiracy theory has lost meaning now because it's used so much. Debunked, quackery, and anti-vaccine are all terms that are similarly being used as propaganda tools. Atkinson Atkinson says, quote, there's a whole cast of propaganda phrases that I've outlined that are cues. When you hear them, you should ma- you, that should make you think, I need to find more about, out about it. The next section is fact checkers try to discredit an accurate BMJ investigation. That's British Medical Journal. In another example, the lengths that fact checkers will go to discredit a story, even if it's true, take an article published in the BMJ titled, COVID-19 researchers blows the whistle on data integrity issues in Pfizer's vaccine trial. Written by investigative journalist Paul D. Thacker, it details a series of problems with laboratory management and quality control checks by Pfizer subcontractor Ventavia Research Group, which was testing Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. A regional director formerly employed by Ventavia witnessed falsified data, unblinded patients, inadequately trained vaccinators, and a lack of proper follow-up on reported adverse events. After repeatedly notifying Ventavia about her concerns, she made a complaint to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and was fired the same day. Soon after Thacker's investigative piece was published in the BMJ, it was, quote, fact-checked, by a group called Lead Stories, which called her investigation a, quote, hoax alert, along with, quote, correcting statements that Thacker did not make, Lead Stories claimed the investigation had, quote, missing context. Investigative reporter Matt Tybee explained, missing context has become a term to disparage, to disparage reporting that is true but inconvenient. Lead Stories took further issue with the BMJ investigation because it was shared by people such as Robert Malone and Robert F. Kennedy, who themselves have been targeted by fake fact-checkers, Tybee added. The real issue with Thacker's piece is that it went viral and was retweeted by the wrong people. As Lead Stories noted with market disapproval, some of these sharers included the likes of Robert Malone and Robert F. Kennedy. To lead stories, this clearly showed that the article was bad somehow, but the problem was there was nothing to say that the story was untrue. Thacker also called out the, quote, fact check against his BMJ investigation, insane, telling Tybee, quote, here's what they do. They're not fact checking facts. What they're doing is checking narratives. They can't say that your facts are wrong, so it's like, aha, there's no context, or It's misleading, but that's not a fact check. They just don't like the story. The next section is reality is being altered in real time. As it stands, information is being changed in real time to meet a common agenda. This includes definitions and dictionaries and on official government websites. Examples of definitions that have been changed recently include those for pandemic, 
herd immunity, vaccines, and anti-vaxxer. And I'll just insert parenthetically that the World Health Organization changed the definition of vaccine after it became apparent that the current COVID vaccine conferred no immunity and didn't meet the definition of vaccine. Atkinson goes on, quote, virtually every form of information and sourcing that can be co-opted has been. That even includes the dictionary definitions and many other sources because these are important ways to influence thought. Language is powerful. People don't want to be affiliated with certain names and labels. It reminds me of 1984, the George Orwell story about the futuristic society under which history was being rewritten in real time to jive with the version that the government or the party wanted it to be. Definitions are now being rewritten and changed in real time to fit with the establishment's desired vision. And this is an important section. For now, you can still use the Internet Archive, commonly known as the archive.org, as a historical reference. In addition to digitally hosting more than 1.4 million books and other documents, archive.org acts as a historical vault for the Internet, preserving cached versions of websites that are no longer accessible to the public. Archive.org's Wayback Machine preserves digital information that has been removed or deleted, whether intentionally or for other reasons, but it too might disappear one day. Atkinson says, quote, It's been a fascinating way to prove the effort to change our perception. All we really have now is the electronic record, by and large, and if that can be manipulated, there could be a time when, if they get rid of the Wayback Machine, for example, that we can't ever prove that anything had changed. Atkinson is maintaining a running list of things that the media or public policy got wrong during the pandemic. These can still be verified using the Wayback Machine, but they are not acknowledged as having been corrected by the press. These include claims that the lab theory about the release of coronavirus had been debunked when it had not been debunked. Public health officials saying masks don't work and then saying masks do work. Fauci testifying to Congress that the death rate for coronavirus was 10 times worse than the flu, yet Atkinson found a published article by Fauci where he said the opposite, that, quote, the overall clinical consequences of COVID-19 may ultimately be more akin to those of a severe seasonal influenza, unquote. It was wrong to send infected people from hospitals to nursing homes. It was wrong to isolate at home and close down parks and beaches. Early data from New York City showed the vast majority of people hospitalized with coronavirus had been isolated at home while people outside were not getting sick. It was wrong to tell people to wash their groceries off to prevent COVID-19. It was wrong to say COVID-19 shots prevented infection and transmission and that the shots prevented 100% of hospitalizations and deaths. It was wrong to not focus more on therapeutics prior to the shots and also post-shots. The next section is entitled, You Can Be Controlled If You Live Inside the Internet Box. Atkinson references a whole generation of people who live inside the box. Those who rely solely on the Internet for their information are at serious risk of being controlled. She explains, quote, They don't know a time when information could be gathered elsewhere by looking around, seeing what you hear, seeing what you saw, talking to people around you, and looking at books and research. 
And the people that want to control the information understand that if they can just control a few basic sources, including Google, Twitter, Facebook, and Wikipedia, that they've got a lock on information because we've all been funneled to these few sources. That has been the goal all along. There's a whole lot of people that get pretty much everything they know through the internet. And the goal of the people trying to make the narrative is to make people live online and think that's reality. The danger of this is that the internet paints a different picture from reality. You may read something that doesn't sound quite right or that you don't agree with, but the internet makes you feel like you're in the minority, even if you're not. Atkinson goes on, quote, understanding that you may actually be in the majority, but the goal of what they do online is to make you think you're an outlier when you're not, to make you afraid to talk about your viewpoint, because they want to control you and make you think you're the one who's crazy. You can be made to believe that if you live in the, you can believe, made to believe that if you live in the box. So I'm constantly telling people to live outside the box. Yes, you can get information there and do what you do online, but trust your common sense and talk to the people around you. If you travel, talk to the people in the places you go. You'll get a whole different picture as I do of what's really happening. The last section is entitled, The Truth Will Find a Way to be Told. While there are powerful forces at play to control information, all is not lost. Atkinson is aware of three entities that are actively working on a solution, which include, number one, investors who want independent news organizations, number two, technical people trying to invent platforms that can't be controlled and deplatformed by big tech, Number three, journalists who want to work or contribute to these efforts. The Substack.com newsletters and the video platforms Rumble, BitChute, and Odyssey don't censor. That's O-D-Y-S-E-E. They are getting around big tech censorship, and Atkinson, Atkinson believes that these efforts will accelerate, it, accelerate in the next few years. Further, she says, quote, the propagandists may have overplayed their hand by being so obvious about the control of information and their censorship. It's no longer deniable. Even people who want their sources curated can't be always happy with the notion that they're not able to get the full story or that they're only getting one side of something. I think the truth finds a way to be told. While there are a lot of people who are willing to be fooled, humans seek truth. Follow your own common sense and reason. She continues, do your own research, make up your own mind, and trust your intuition. You're going to be right more often than you think. Read a lot, think a lot, and don't buy into the face value of any narrative. 